Um, that's a them that's problem. That's a them 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 problem. Lol. Crazy. This happens every single time the mic comes on. Hi guys, episode six. How are we doing? <laughs> Welcome to That's a Them Problem with your host Nick. I feel like I never introduce myself in every episode. I just like start talking about stupid stuff. But welcome back to everyone that consistently keeps listening to this podcast. It's crazy that we're at this point and now we're introducing more guests. I want to hear from you now. The question that's going to be at the bottom of this episode will be like, how are you finding the podcast so far? I feel like now it's important to get feedback so that in season two, at least we come back stronger. But just be kind because realize that this is a a self-produced, self-pushed you know, pod so realistic expectations actualized expectations please but with that said we are welcoming the second guest to the podcast she's one of my closest people to my heart um she's the only person that could probably call me out on my shit ever in life and that's only because we like extremely honest with each other which i appreciate more than anything I don't know, it's just one of those things that like even if life was really difficult and we plan and plan things just happen and we end up like spending time together, so that's really cool. The one and only Miss Love. <laughs> oh my gosh! Firstly, I did not expect that intro. You are someone who's very close to my heart, and I'm so happy that I get to be part of this very beautiful podcast. Honestly, everything so far has been so enjoyable, and I'm happy that I get to be part of the process. So let's get to it. I'm so excited to dive in. Please tell everyone what what we're gonna talk about today. <laughs> So as everyone knows, we have a topic. Let's see how good we keep to the topic. Uh, one thing about Miss Lo and I is that we can speak forever oh, and yeah. not end with the conversation that we began with. Yeah, so we're going to try to actually stay on track today. <laughs> I pray for myself during editing because I need to still make sure that this is somehow coherent in the time allotted. No, so let's what? see what happens. I think we got it today. I think we got it. So let's hear it. Okay, cool. <laughs> so the topic for today... Obviously, it's me. It needs to be a really dramatic and deep episode. The topic is the interrelatedness of relationships and oneself. Basically, okay, yeah, we need to die. First of all, we need to dissect that title. What exactly is that? What are we even referring to right now? Interrelatedness of what? Okay, yeah. So basically, it's this long-winded way of saying the relationships that are... What's the through line of your relationships between... No. What am I trying to say? Okay. We're going to break it down. What is the baseline in all of your relationships? What is the similarities between all of your relationships? And how does it correlate to how you see yourself, essentially? In each of those relationships? What's the through line? Oh, my gosh. So that's kind of it. Okay. So... As the podcast has shown, the only thing that I really result to is Google. So obviously I have some screenshots for everyone. Uh, And the words that I obviously Googled is breaking down the title and the words in the topic. So obviously interrelatedness, right, is a state of being mutually related or connected. So like I said, what Mm. is the through line? What is the connection between all of the relationships that we experience? And how does that relate to how we see ourselves? Mm. 
it's almost this idea of like we create our identity through the community that we exist in how do we pull our identity from other people like what's the thing that we continuously gravitate towards people with Mm. does that make sense it does make sense it actually does make sense but i think it's still like so mind-boggling and so i actually want us to be able to break down every single part of that so that we actually understand like the pull that we actually do take and give in each of those relationships because everything is so different but everything is so connected and now the title is starting to make sense <laughs> it's starting to make sense a little bit okay the first question i have for you is what would be the difference between for you in your experience what is the difference between a relationship that is nurturing to you and is boo how can i say this Ooh, yeah because i'm like okay yeah like what what would you equate to a valuable relationship that's a better way to say it Ooh. but this is with everything like everything even if it's a valuable business relationship of, of, a professional okay, relationship, so, like what are the baselines for something that is a relationship that is of value to you i think honestly one of the things for me is we're both very genuine it's like i don't even know how to say the word i don't want to break it like break my my tongue but genuinity is that a word does that exist authenticity <laughs> authenticity no first of all let's just be genuine in what we're trying to do and also honesty like if we can be honest about what this is doesn't matter what relationship it is business partnership friendship if we can be like okay we're here because we are here for these purposes these reasons i actually think you're cool i actually want to keep hanging out that's very honest but if you're not there because you really actually want to be there then what was the baseline why are we here so we're just here to look at each other in the eyes and lie okay (laughs) like what no so if so, we're making a list of stuff, like, the first thing that would be genuine is that there needs to be a want to actually be there. Yeah. Okay. Like, and not a need for it, but, like, a want to actually, like, it obviously goes with how and what relationship you're establishing. Because if it's, like, an actual relationship, you have to want to be there, you know? You have genuine intentions to want to be there and just keep hanging out because you didn't have ulterior motives. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, and if you did have ulterior motives, I want you to be honest about it. Like, listen, hey, I'm only here because I... Whatever, whatever. I would respect you more if <laughs> came to me you're like, like hey, hey i think you're a piece of shit but like but, come, uh, this is yeah, why i'm here this is why i'm here yeah. and if you don't like those reasons I-, I won't be here kind of thing yeah, so yeah. that's kind of my take on your question that's not like the whole thing of like how valuable it is just like one of the things on the list yeah. obviously as time goes that's when you establish the things like trust and things like you have to develop your communication skills and that's a whole different conversation but the baseline honesty genuine quick fast you know? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Okay, so I'm going to obviously take it deeper because I studied oh. psychology, but I'm not a psychologist. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I have a receipt from the University of Pain. Um, oh, no. <laughs> anyway, um. so also what I wanted to bring into this was the topic of interrelated relationships and codependent relationships and the difference between them. Essentially, interrelatedness means that you find emotional security and safety in your friends, your partners, but are still established in a very like personal entity. You are, are you are one person and the person's someone else. Do you know what I mean? And then codependency is depending on someone else, a partner, a friend, for your entire it basically emotional regulation and you know self-esteem and well-being and all of that stuff and usually people who are anxiously attached meaning that they feel like they are too much in relationships so they overcompensate they experience codependency does that make sense in a sense yes 
thing is like i said it all depends on the relationship but it actually does make sense even talking like a little bit earlier when, when you were thinking like what is the relationship you're codependent on i thought like okay my mom kind of thing you know like, mm-hmm. like that's something like and that's like so deep it's like when you said what you just said now it just makes me like think what what happens when it's like in the friendship situation or relationship you know so just repeat that one line again because maybe i can can i give you an it. example yeah okay so um s- mm, brenda is dating joel <laughs> brenda <laughs> yeah brenda okay. what the fuck brenda yes, that's not even brenda is dating joel mm-hmm. okay joel is successful he makes money he's seemingly emotionally regulated i'm gonna say seemingly because men are just ugh. anyway mm. that's why i looked at you like seemingly yeah no i know i fetched myself I, I, I corrected myself don't worry and and brenda is limbo state right where she's tr- still trying to like figure out her life she doesn't know what she wants to do yet and she's obviously in this relationship with joel and she already has this like really bad relationship with her parents. She hasn't been able to really bond with them. So now she's obviously carried it into her like in yeah. romantic relationships. And so what happens is besides the fact that she's had now this really bad attachment with her parents. Now she's in a relationship with someone that is well established and she doesn't feel almost to par with that. Okay. So what she's going to do is she's going to overcompensate emotionally. Every time oh, he has a bad day she's going to be like okay. oh how can I help you? How, you know what I mean? Almost like smother to overcompensate for the fact that like if i don't do this you might not want to ever and you're saying that's an example of being one being codependent and so the because also the codependent one in this is actually both of them but mostly like brenda right it's brenda okay okay um because also while having to like overcompensate to like match up to joel for example right she's also getting a sense of self-esteem She's able to, like, for herself, like, make a bar that's like, mm. okay, this is me being worthy of X, Y, and Z. Yes. Her definition of being worthy of. So then, essentially, yeah. like, Joel is a... Okay, but then... Both... Not us having a whole tenant of no, episode, on... like, explaining... <laughs> on both day sides, I just feel like Joel be whatever, however, like, so successful. But he finds his backgrounds also a little on the edge. I just don't have, like, the scenario to give. But just think of any scenario that also Ooh, makes okay. him attracted. Oh, you want to... Now we... Re- okay, we're talking about telenovela, right? This is our telenovela. Set the scene. It's a rainy night in Amsterdam. Ugh. In an apartment, right? And we in the apartment with Joel and Brenda. We left the country. <laughs> okay, we left the country completely. This is a telenovela, come on. I know. Okay, cool. So now it's a rainy day. Joel just came home from an exhausting day at work oh, yeah. making six and figures. <laughs> and and he's upset and he's had a really, really bad day. And he's like questioning like now now his like mm. things are getting to him. Like okay. his bad experiences are getting to and him, just, right? Yeah, it was just a bad and day. And now yeah. he's like it's a bad day, whatever. And now Brenda's been at home the entire day, like basically sobbing, thinking about what she's gonna do, what she's gonna tell Joel, because Joel's been like, So, you know, like do something today, maybe like look for jobs and maybe like <laughs> not look for jobs. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like go see your parents like you know what i mean like oh, do no. something don't like get like, out the just, house just, just something. yeah just you know? get out the house right oh but then yeah. she hasn't left the house yet she has she didn't leave the house today so because she didn't leave the house and because she's already sad she's already like been crying she's had a bad day too do you know what i mean yes yes and so now joel comes into the house in a bad mood in a bad state oh and she's already feeling and bad. she's already in a bad state so what happens is 
when Joel. <laughs> when Joel, when Joel gets so into, invested. Yeah, like, I know, right? When Joel, what happened? Okay, <laughs> what did Joel do? <laughs> okay, so when Joel goes through something really rough, like he completely shuts down. Like he doesn't want to communicate. Mm. He doesn't want to spend time. And he learned that from how he interacted with his parents. So he's now an avoidant, oh. attached person oh wow okay so you see what i'm saying okay which is that was so perfect now i just thank you for bringing me back to my point <laughs> but now the point is joel now also in his own way needs brenda to also have someone that actually wants to consistently check up on you to actually want you to get you to open up to you like basically create a safe space for you to be able to talk mm-hmm you know, so so essentially, it's but like now. Oh, but now, okay. That that novella conflict because we haven't got into that part now. No, we that conflict. We into the- <laughs> that conflict. Okay, so what we know from the storyboard is <laughs> break it down, break it down, break recap. it down. Okay, recap. Brenda anxiously attached, right? When she sees that Joel's going through something. When she feels insecure, she overcompensates and smothers mm, him, right? Mm-hmm. Then you get Joel, yes. who's successful, but he's an avoidant attachment oh, person. No. And when he goes through things, he doesn't want to interact. Interact. He doesn't want to be around. The conflict is, when Joel comes home... <laughs> <laughs> when Joel comes home in a bad mood, and Brenda's already fucked up about her own, like, day, Okay. What had done happened was she saw Joel was in a bad mood, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he saw that she saw that he's, he's in, in a bad, bad mood. mood. Oh, you just got sown. Okay. <laughs> and so what done happened was he already started getting defensive because she he knows Yikes. that she's going to smother him and that's not what he needs. He oh, can't handle that. Okay. Because remember, no. he's used to being left alone. When he's struggling. Now, and this is where... And she's used to taking care of people, overly so, at the expense of her day, Okay, to take care of people. Does that make sense? No, it makes sense. So now both of their coping mechanisms are being clashed with. Um, Okay, so... For me... So they can't help each other. No, wait, wait. Not because they can't help each other. My perspective on that is, every relationship is new, and it's always... You, you have to figure it out. And you need to understand that you can be in the same relationship in like at, at five. Every year is a different, it's a different relationship than you, the one you started with, but you're just building. So for me, that conflict, it's not even a conflict, it's a matter of understanding, getting to a point where you're literally understanding that as Brenda, we get it, you overcompensate, you need your emotions, everybody, you know, we, we all have our backgrounds. He will be able to open up to you if you allow him the space to kind of just be in that bad space right now if you can see he's gonna snap he's not gonna talk to you it's not gonna go the way you want you guys are gonna just start you're gonna stop by fighting no allow him to have that space let him process not easy because like we do love to overcompensate and like not all of us but like some of us that actually want to know how you're feeling it, you know it's not like an easy thing but the point is like give him the space after two to three days have a conversation about it and if and if he is, if Joel is still out here, all defensive and all everything, then now it's a problem on his side because you've taken the step to at least give him the space to process what he needed to. And now let's talk about it because I need to know what the fuck is going on. 
That's great because then Joel will appreciate the space to figure his shit out and he'll probably be able to articulate how he's feeling better because you haven't smothered him from the get-go when he's also trying to process. Mm. And probably having him processing and then also you smothering is probably overwhelming enough so that's probably why he's acting out anyway. Yeah. Because I'll wow. say, I've, I've definitely learned from personal experience experiences now that it's like you know what you don't always have to be head on oh my gosh what's going on what's going on <laughs> like just actually relax let everybody because imagine when you're also going through the worst time and like yes there are times where you open up immediately and there are times where you just want to rechat for even a couple of months and mm-hmm. you're like as as whoever you are in my life that that particular relationship i just need you to understand that i was going through it and thank you for allowing me to be so distant recuperate come back and actually tell you my experience even if you weren't part of the whole thing mm-hmm. you know and it's very hard because everybody wants to know everything wants to be a part of it at all times because you think that's what other people need but it's like that person just figured out that that's how they process they didn't even know that that's you know mm-hmm. how they go through life so it's a it's it's crazy <laughs> The point is... The point is <laughs> I think we failed, by the go way. Go to therapy. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm not in... Like, guys, no. Whatever, actually, whatever your version of therapy is, if it's writing bikes, if it's writing songs, you know, just being, then do that. I think it's just learning how to be more self-aware of, like... You have to. Yeah, of, like, how you behave and where it comes from. mm um, and also don't be so hard on yourself when you realize you didn't behave the way you wanted to or should have it's okay to be embarrassing like yeah i'm also i'm also still trying to take that advice but it's okay to be embarrassing like hmm, we were a little extra today we were extra spice like don't know who that is but it's okay Alrighty, so now i have more screenshots for us to you know come on because we did some research and they were just screenshots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, when you feel safe with your partner or friend and you know you can turn to them for emotional support without sacrificing your boundaries, needs, mental health, or sense of autonomy, this is known as interdependent relationships. Oh. So, not codependent, codependent, but interdependent. Okay. Simply put, if interdependence is the total self-sufficiency, then codependent, codependency means entirely mm. relying on your partner uh for your sense of self for your sense of security for your sense of boundaries even because obviously you don't care if they cross your boundaries you just want to be in their space type mm. of thing and interdependency is more of like a middle ground um between codependent and like self-sufficient essentially do i have any more screenshots first let me just check Okay, and then it's just screenshots of the game that we're going to play later. Oh my gosh, we have a game. <laughs> got a game, got a game. We got a game, we got a game. Okay, I think that one one of the things I want to ask is when it comes to platonic friendships now, when it comes to not even, not even, Ooh. not even like close friendships. When I talk about acquaintances, right? Mm. These are people mm. that we don't particularly have any deep connection to. But what establishes a close acquaintance from a literal stranger? Because I think that now we use acquaintance. Okay. We don't even use the word acquaintance. We just say everyone's our friend. I like... Okay, so you said the difference from an acquaintance to like to a stranger, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think stranger is kind of in itself. I don't really know you, but maybe you're not that strange. Stranger, like maybe I've seen you for the first time mm-hmm. in, in passing, you know, like you're really kind of a stranger. I don't really know you. However, like uh, an acquaintance, I actually appreciate all the acquaintances that I have because it's like maybe we work at the same place 
or um we just are in the same class we see each other enough times where it's like when we bump into each other we can actually have a conversation and it's not dreadful and i actually enjoy having these talks and every time we do we're laughing but we're not friends we know we're not hanging out but i'm gonna see you probably again next class next whatever that's yeah that's an acquaintance to me no, I asked this question because we're in an industry where we don't really meet people in person at all. Oh, yeah. We don't meet people in person at all. And we establish these, like, fre- quote-unquote friendships or acquaintanceships over the phone. And then when we meet them eventually in person, then essentially, like, we like we act like we've known each other forever because we... It's just oh, yes, like, oh, yeah. yeah. How oh, yeah, I saw you at the last event. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> we literally never met before... The only thing we oh, have in common yes. is these, like, messages over yeah. the phone. Yeah, so that's why I was asking, like, what then, like, again, what establishes an acquaintance and from a stranger? Because essentially, they're still strangers. Oh, they're still... Yeah, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? You made, you made my mind hit like a brain freeze for free. <laughs> and I was like, um, okay, that's actually... Okay. I, it's very I, nuanced I think, because it's I think that now... Okay, it's actually, like, more of an uh, adapted situation where it's like in this day and age yes everything is online so it's like i've i've come into contact with you enough times or have or or, or have like yeah engaged with your material enough times so now that when i see you it is not awkward i've never met you but hey i kind of feel like i know you yeah but you know what it's okay i don't think there's an in-between then technically that person was a stranger <laughs> that person was a stranger our parents said don't talk to strangers so we just out here going around talking to strangers is the point but i mean and, everyone we've but, ever known but was then, a stranger but you know what i point. think no here no i got it i got us when you guys are having those convos on like online whatever you're talking to a stranger the minute you guys met don't know why don't know how but it was that small transition to acquaintance yep nailed it <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll take it. I'll go with it. That's cool. That's fine. That's 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 solid. <laughs> it just sounds like the only logical one at this point. <laughs> I think one thing that I do want to talk about is how our relationship developed. Oh my gosh, yes, and I I think it's just something that happened. It's just something that gradually grew. Oh my gosh, I actually remember the exact day I met you, saw you, interacted, and everything. So you you had those like yellow situation at the time and then oh, we were to preface in this, to preface this we both worked at a community radio station yes we, yeah we started like same day whatever so now we, we were in i think it was the first gm ever for the first time general I meeting was, oh, oh first general meeting like whatever so i'm sitting with this other girl and you literally were from like the other side you literally looked at both of us you came over and i don't even know if you remember this but i'll never forget you came over and you were like <laughs> you're like you guys look so like you're like hi guys you guys look so beautiful I'm like oh my gosh thank you yeah, and then and then you went back. You went all the way, way back. And my mom, I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't think you're in the music department. And guess what? You were exactly in the music department. I remember that. And yeah. Anyway, that's where it started. <laughs> so, yes, yeah. you were both volunteers in like, the music department of a community radio station. And yeah, we weren't like close at first. We were just literally like 
in passing. Passing. I, I think I was just trying to keep it, like, really light. I really wasn't trying to, like, be in too deep with anyone, you know. So I was just, like, good with the passing. Hey, hey, see each other here and there. We have we have things in common. I mean, music was, like, the biggest thing in common. We could never get bored. You just listen to a song, talk about it, and already that's conversation. Yeah. So that from, like, you see, after, like, other than that, it was definitely passing, just here and there, hi, bye. But, like, a meaningful happen. Like, oh, my gosh, hi. So excited to, you know, like, the to see you. Type of thing, yeah, and then it gradually grew. Then I started knowing your friends and started, yeah, yes. so that you know, just one of those things like, oh, I'm in the group, I'm not in this group, and I'm like, okay, cool, I'm okay with that. And then, yeah, over time, it just like sort of happened. And then, COVID happened, yeah, and then I became a manager. And I remember I was the only one in the department left out of like, I don't know how many people that we, we went in with. I think we were seven. seven. Yeah. We seven. So, out of seven, I was the only one left after COVID, and I was now the manager working alone. And I remember, so cool. uh, um, what do you mean it was so cool? <laughs> then, like, so, so cool. No, yeah, no, stressed, obviously, but it's like, so cool because it was like, what? <laughs> yeah. You're the only one left. Oh my gosh. Um, And at that time, like, they weren't doing any recruitments because by the time that they, when they gave me the position of manager, it was during December time. So, like, there was no one actually to help me. And I remember going to my manager and ed managers and being like, if I asked someone to come help me will you just let them on just trust me and they were like yes and then i literally you're the only oh, that person is so cool. <laughs> you're the only person that i hit up and i'm like because i remember we had a conversation yeah. about like if i if you if i want if i had an opportunity to come back i probably would oh yes no i remember no we did talk about that and like before that before before that even happened we actually made the effort to like still see each other to be like hey you know you're good like what's going on and then that happened and i was like what what and then you like asked me to come back and i was like thank goodness so basically I, she was like my saving grace i literally asked her to come I help me basically know. save a radio station by our, our damn selves and i had nothing we did. better plan <laughs> i was like i got nothing better to do i just graduated i have nothing going on yes i don't want to sit home and do nothing and <laughs> so um, that was so interesting and so now it's literally at a point where it's like you like one of those okay you're gonna have to hit us with those definitions one more time when i describe the situation right yes from like the, the the specific type of relationship to now to like uh oh no now i yeah i need a recap of those terms so that i can be able to phrase this the way i want to because now it's okay the way it is it's like it, we've essentially grown into a space where we allow like allow each other to be ourselves 100 percent and and yeah okay yeah we were allowed to be ourselves but i I also rely on you for like oh my mental health or whatever and like you know like simple things that i'm like that are needed but at the same time i can still have the space to grow mm-hmm. and yes so it went from like stranger oh my gosh it built stranger acquaintance friend so interdependent platonic relationship that is so beautiful Love. that is that is a full-on circle moment yeah i agree oh wow i agree also the fact that i remembered how we met exactly my memory shout out to I'm, her i'm not gonna no but because i don't remember a lot of things so that one the fact that it was like embroidered in my brain damn <laughs> i also think that because like we were the only but, people oh. working like together at that time like basically it was just me you and me every single day basically for like a couple of months i think that's also what grew it because oh, we were literally yes. in each other's face the whole time oh that time. is so true and like uh, yeah and also, we yeah. lived in Centurion together, so literally, oh, yeah, so like home, tra- traveling, traveling again, like, like literally. So April you see, time. exactly. Oh, and yeah. I love this. It goes back to what we said in the beginning. Literally, uh, genu- being genuine, and you literally taking the time yeah. to literally grow that. And it was honest. Okay, we're here because of one, two, three. Okay, trying to make this um, work relationship happen, and so now it just turned into a beautiful 
lifetime like relationship. Yep. Which is like, yep, okay. We understand oh, what this is. Isn't friendship beautiful? It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One thing I wanna do because I think we've spoken about this, but obviously in our own conversations, not with the mic on, not in with the intention to like share this conversation with other people, but oh, I feel like fair. it was important. I feel like what is a what are good traits in trying to make new relationships, trying to build new relationships? <laughs> like, like how? And it's not, and it's not like, it's like such um, a wild question. Not like the basis of the relationship, but, but how like, do you? How can you show up in a relationship to have a? To have okay, a okay, yes, I actually this is a very good question. Okay, first of all, outside of the deep stuff, literally outside of the deep stuff, whenever your like friend, person, whatever has something good going on for them to be actually happy for them you're actually so happy to support you're not jealous you're not like fronting oh my gosh like why why is this happening for them and not me like no like to be so happy like oh my gosh you started that's a them problem oh my gosh like that's so amazing like oh my (laughs) god like you do all the like you know you have to actually like show up and also i also think the pressure of in, in the same regard, the pressure of showing up as the person who needs to be, sh- like, shown up for, mm-hmm. not putting pressure on the fact that I didn't post you on the same day that you dropped, but the fact that I was still happy for the overall process yeah. because I was doing my own thing. Because essentially, your socials are honestly just for you. Yeah. And it's not about on the same time frame as everyone. It's, it's about getting the word out there in general. So just being happy for their success, their progress. Also, obviously, being there, like, there for them for like the sad times, yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a given. That's a one of those where we don't have to talk about it. Because if you're going through some bull, like I'm gonna be an there to her child. It's an unspoken rule. Yeah. I don't have. It's not something that has to be spoken about. But the one that has to be spoken about is being happy for that other person. Yeah. Because that is very important. And actually, there's a light stuff of like, just creating the time to see each other, or at least checking up. And I don't mean that in an obsessive way. I know that there are like some friendships where. They just need constant communication. And it's not realistic for all friendships, especially yeah. when you grow old and get more busy. Yeah. So if you can understand that you guys are busy and it's not because you guys lost touch or lost connection, you guys are still good and still as solid as you left it last time, if not more solid, just that you guys had to go process and then come back. Yep. You know, to like... Like, yeah. I can say our relationship when we speak. Like, we speak... if. I would say we speak on a consistent basis when we're able to reply to each other if we remember yeah. to. And that's no, not for even, real. And, like, it's not even, like, a personal thing. And it's thing. not like, even unintentional. It's like, like, I, I know for a fact that, like, I'll, it's either that I don't reply for some, some, for some reason or, like, you haven't, like, replied to yeah. the end for some reason. It's and then like, either one of us will be like, shit, did I reply yeah, to that? Yeah, like, like, I was like, no. Is she, is she? And, think, and, like, content is dropping that time. And you're like, yo, I feel so bad. I don't even know. And then it's actually like, oh, hey, sorry about that. And then we just carry on with the conversation. Yeah. And it's not deep. And I feel like it's just one of those things where, like, I appreciate that our relationship is so solid in the sense that, like, I... What's the word? Like, there's no worry. Yeah. Oh, yes. Like, like there's I no weight that, like, on our shoulder yes. for no reason. It's like, okay, cool. It's weight because, like, we're carrying our own stuff. And then it's like, okay, but I, I am that. I have you it. have it. You have it. Our Maybe relationship is not a performance. Bit. I don't have to perform oh, yes. to be in the relationship. Does that make sense? I don't yes. have to consistently, I don't like... I have to adapt myself. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I Just come because I'm not currently engaging doesn't mean I'm not part of it. You come as raw as you are at that time in that moment. <laughs> when you can, that's great. When you can't, that's also fine. It's just at the there. same time, as long as like we know that the other one is okay, doing well alive. Even if you're not doing well, as long as you're alive, like I know, okay, cool. Yeah. 
kind of thing. And those, you see, those are the bases of like starting a new relationship. Because obviously this this has formed for like more than like five years plus now. It's like been a while. I don't even remember when 2019 was. Ha, psych, I do. It was before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but but it has come such a long way. And also also the patience to, to allowing it to grow. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't put a pressure on it, then like why would it, why would why, why would the foundation break basically yeah. if there's no pressure? Yeah, you know. So I love that. Alrighty. Love- so now we're gonna play a little game. I'm gonna turn the phone away because I have to like basically like ask you. Okay. So the topic. So basically, the game is interdependent or codependent. Oh yeah. yeah. So what's gonna happen is I'm gonna give you a phrase of a characteristic that that is either interdependent or codependent and you have to tell me if it's either or. So I'm just gonna throw a, okay. a phrase at you and you have to tell so me. So codependent like my re- remix definition absolutely need you know you can't do without it. Interdependent you can be individual and still depend. I said remix version. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Let's let's just let's, let's just edit let's that just, quickly. So codependent mm-hmm. is i will take what you want i need i need this to be fulfilled outside of me right okay. the codependent and then interdependent is um i am my own person and i invest in my in, relationship oh, okay yes does Got that it. make sense okay cool let's um, start this is an easy one seeking validation from your partner or friendship oh in- interdependent <laughs> seeking validation you want to look at me like that and be what, how how would it be could it be because technically aren't you seeking validation for something you really made up on your own but you just kind of want like a like a second opinion and kind of something I not, mean not, not validation I, f- I feel like I feel like in interdependent relationships you would probably like ask for like a second opinion but not for validation oh validation like I want you to tell me it's good so I can actually do it because I have no confidence in this that's kind okay, of okay, 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 okay. You're right. Okay. Let's do another one. <laughs> so if it's like million dollars, eh. <laughs> okay. Next one. Being able to be vulnerable with each other. I want that. I want to put that in co-dependent because, like, we we need to be able to know that I have that space to be able to do that. That I don't know. Is I'm kind of hoping. I think you're confused, girl. <laughs> Like what? What is what is characteristics of an interdependent and a codependent? I think I think even when you explain it, maybe it makes sense at the time, and then you ask the phrase, and then it gets a little confused. So for okay, for example, like for me, like the positive things, like like this one, for example, being able to be vulnerable one with one another, I would think that's an interdependent relationship because you're only investing in emotional, and not okay. in like my whole self. Do you know what I mean? Okay, okay, yeah. Being able to be vulnerable with one another would be something that a codependency needs. Yes. Does that make sense? That's why I think you're getting it. Like, when I say something, it's probably what a codependent relationship needs. But it's actually what an interdependent relationship has. has. Does that ah, make sense? Yeah. <laughs> it does. Listen, it does, I was also I like... But I feel like the more we go into it, the more confusing I'm going to be. <laughs> but I mean, we're still talking about it, so it's fine. Okay, cool. Having healthy self-esteem. Okay, let me think. No, okay, but that has to be in the, interdependent. Yes! <laughs> Yay, I'm getting the game, guys. One question at a time. Slowly but surely. Okay, another one. Okay. The relationship feels one-sided. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm just going to answer, like, codependent. Yes! <laughs> 
Because remember, you're investing in your... Like, this is a real game, guys. I'm depending like, no on ways. one person yeah, for my for whole... Thing. Yeah, okay, cool. See, this is some real shit, guys. Like, it has I hope you're also playing with us and also like, what this is, is it? This is so crazy. Okay. Interdependent or codependent? <laughs> Blame shifting and not taking responsibility for behaviors and actions. That has to be interdependent, right? Because you're doing that on your own. It can't be a codependent thing. Isn't, what if it's like both sides? So aren't you kind of investing your own time into being petty and all of that other stuff that you mentioned, blaming and stuff? Why would it be codependent though? Blame shifting and not taking responsibility for behaviors. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Why would it be codependent? Because you're not you're not taking responsibility for your own feelings. You're asking other people to validate them. But is it intentional? Obviously, it might not be intentional, that's what I'm but saying. I'm just saying, like, like a... blaming in, in 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 general is is a projection of of you know unworked feelings essentially. So I think it's so, code, it's so codependent. Okay. Because <laughs> you're still, you're still uh, asking someone no, to be the like, blame for something that's not you. Like, no, you're asking someone it. else. Do you know what I mean? But I think, like, I just go to the broader scope and I, and I just think, like, sometimes you're not doing it on purpose, you know? But, can, but let's put it like this, right? If codependency is, is blame shifting and, like, being like, you're the problem, right? Then interdependency is being like, listen, I have a problem and it was actually my fault. Do you know okay. what I mean? Okay. And cool. I take I take full responsibility okay. and I'm gonna work on it. Like it because it's my thing. Sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Alright. Like, okay. Again, what it needs. What it needs. That's what it I is. think I'm done with this. <laughs> okay, one this more. Let's do two no, more. Let's no, do two no, more. No, we can do, we can do, we can do, like, we can play the game. I'm just saying this this combo it just it enlightens you, it just opens your mind to think a little bit deeper about relationships and like what they actually mean. Cause wow. Okay. So uh, the last two I'm going to hit you with is finding personal fulfillment outside of the relationship. Interdependent or codependent? No, it's codependent, right? Wait, what? Finding what? Finding personal fulfillment outside of the relationship. Okay, that has to be... Okay, inter... What is it called? Inter- Interdependent. <laughs> My brain is so scrambled. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what anything means anymore. <laughs> Interdependent, yes. Okay. okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hope that was <laughs> the right answer. Okay, one more. One more. Healthy communication skills such as active listening. Why are these simple things so hard to answer? One more time, healthy. Healthy communication skills such as active listening. Is it interdependency or codependency? I'm going to say interdependency. Yes. I don't know what this for. Yes, interdependency. And there you go, guys. These games... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it fuck you up so much. I'm so sorry. That wasn't the intention. I didn't know too. I'm thinking, well, yeah, I got this conversation. I put out good points today. And then that game came and I was like, huh? <laughs> what are we talking about again, okay? No, but also, I'm learning with you. Like, I, obviously, I'm the person that's like saying the game at you. So, like, I was yeah. like, like yeah. I, I would have also been confused had, to, had I had to be an artist. But, but like, okay. it's cool. Um, okay, so. I just want to say, firstly, thank you for being on the podcast. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. Even though, you know, my brain hit a young scrambled eggs for a second. Ah, <laughs> uh, eggs are still delicious. And <laughs> eat them, please. <laughs> but anyway, so great. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and once again, Eating I... Eating eggs are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> once again, from the one and only Miss Low. Catch me on some socials, TikTok, just Lilo on Instagram. And if you don't know how to spell those... It doesn't matter. You'll catch me in the future. (laughs) 
where can people find you <laughs> okay no to be fair to be fair um on ig it's jus underscore lilo literally ally alo and then uh, tiktok there's like a couple underscores so just go to the ig and i'll you'll probably just find the link there thank you so much for that guys <laughs> hey man like i said the question that will be under this episode is what do you think of that to them problem so far other than that, just thank you so much for always taking the time to spend time listening to us talking shit, listening to me talking shit. But I hope that we've learned something today. I feel like this is this, this is a very and interesting the, episode. Yeah, I feel like episode <laughs> one, the episode with Jody, and this episode has been slightly educational and fun. <laughs> the rest, mm. I don't think I've been educational in the slightest. I feel like it's just been slightly more fun. No, it's been slightly overwhelming and, and, and making myself oh. extremely vulnerable. But I think that's oh. it's one of those things where maybe I'm just in my head about it. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Remember to keep your eggs sunny side up. Oh no, what is it with the eggs? My t- <laughs> okay, I'm done. That was a lot Hey man, go pitch dogs, go stand in the sun, go touch some grass. Go tell, Drink your water. Yeah, go tell some women they're beautiful. Also, keep your distance from women, men. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time bye bye, bye. <laughs>